but what is the spirit world actually physically like? And that's interesting, isn't it? To say, to say, what is the spirit world physically like? Well, actually, is it even physical? Hello and welcome to In The Flesh, down-to-earth mediumship and spirituality with me, spiritual medium, Rebecca Richardson. I'm wanting to talk today about what the spirit world is like and I think... I don't know, it's that time of year, isn't it? It's coming up to Christmas here and um, we all start to get a bit reflective and we will all all be thinking about people that we've lost, that have gone before us, that are already in the spirit world. And I don't know about you, but um, I mean, I always wonder about what it's like there and what people are doing there, but... I don't know you kind of I kind of think about it a little bit more this time of year it's that time of year like I said isn't it that we all become a little bit reflective and usually um usually when I um record a podcast I've done a bit of planning beforehand I'll sit down and write down some notes some bullet points about what I want to cover some specific things I want to say But this one felt a bit different. I felt as if I needed to, or I need to approach this one a bit more organically and speak a little bit more intuitively. I'll put it like that, intuitively. Um, Just because it's a subject area, really, that I'll be honest with you, I'm a bit unsure about still myself. What is the spirit world like? What are our loved ones doing there? Um... I don't know. I have certain ideas. I have certain feelings and thoughts. How true those are, who knows? I mean, I'm sure they're not true. I I just don't even think that we're capable of getting anywhere close to comprehending what the spirit world is like. I think we may have glimpses of it. We may have intuitive feelings or thoughts. Um which may, if they are true, if there is some truth to them, they're literally the tip of the iceberg. I I, I just don't think there's any way at all that any of us, unfortunately, whilst we're here in this physical world, living this this physical existence, stuck in these physical bodies, that we, we, we could ever be close to comprehending. We just literally can't. Like, it would blow our minds. We're just not able to. So when I started to think about this subject, um, I was reminded of a book I've got um, called Life in Spirit by Harry Edwards. Now, Harry, Harry Edwards, you've probably heard of him. Um, he's a well-known um healer he was also a medium though as well um he's written a book or he wrote a book called life and spirit and it was his ideas of what the spirit world might be like and it was interesting um i i I sort of picked this book up and i read it some time ago and i'll be honest with you i can't remember the ins and outs of it now but i picked it up knowing that i'm going to be talking about this subject and knowing that I wanted to talk about it quite intuitively so I thought you know what I'm just going to flick through the book 
and feel, feel for what page I want to land on and see, just see what it says. And it might give me a hint about how I should approach this podcast or maybe an angle I should talk about. And interestingly, the page I picked up, um, and I'm paraphrasing here, says that um, he had no plan um, when he went to write his book about what the spirit world was like. Um, It says here, I put a sheet of paper in my typewriter, typed out the title, then the word preface. Um, he, um, He did not prepare, he said, I did not prepare a list of chapters or subjects. When one chapter was finished, I asked myself, what is the next one? So I thought, well, that's interesting, isn't it? Because that's just confirming to me the approach that I thought I will take with this subject today. So here we go. Life in Spirit. If I'm going to take the title of Harry Edwards' book, Life in Spirit, what is it like? Well, like I've already said, I don't think any of us have the answers and if you come across a medium one day who says to you 100% it's like X, Y and Z, oh, please find another medium because, I mean, we'll be deluded to think that we have all the answers and we know 100%. What I would say though is, and something that I do believe, is that when our loved ones go to the spirit world, they leave their physical bodies here and they go to the spirit world, They do not become all-knowing, all-seeing, angelic beings. I I personally don't believe that. And the reason I don't believe that is because of the work I've done as a medium. Um, They are still themselves. They They still very much have the personalities they had when they were here in their physical bodies. Um, I believe that the spirit contributes or the spirit is our pure personality. I think our personalities can be skewed by our physical life experiences, by our physical bodies. For example, if somebody was particularly unwell, their physical body was particularly unwell or the 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 brain was was unwell with mental illness that can have an effect on how the personality the spirit is expressed but ultimately the pure essence of somebody remains the same so i do think saying that saying that they don't become all knowing beings i do think that they, we become a little bit more knowing when we get we would get to the other side and i think part of the reason we get a little bit more knowing isn't because we've become angelic in any way it's because i believe time doesn't exist in the way that it does for us here on the physical earth so in some ways our loved ones in spirit are more knowing because I almost imagine it like they can see in, I don't know, it's like they can see around corners, if that makes any sense. It's like seeing the past, present and future all in one go. Time in a linear fashion, like we perceive it here, doesn't exist. So I think that, in a sense, makes them more knowing. 
And I think also when you get into spirit, they have the ability to see us in our true light. I can imagine that them looking at us, um, they're not, you know, it's, it's like they can see through our physical bodies. They can connect directly. Well, I know from doing mediumship, there's a connection there directly spirit to spirit. So for me, I really believe that they'll suddenly be able to see us and our intentions, our personalities, our true essence um, in ways that they weren't able to when they were here, constrained by their own physical bodies and also then not then being able to, as a result, really see our inner self sometimes. So that's interesting. But what is the spirit world actually physically like? And that's interesting, isn't it, to say to say what is the spirit world physically like? Well, actually, is it even physical? Um, I don't know. You know, that's a bit of a weird... I'm thinking out loud here, guys. Like, that's a bit of a... Um, is that what they call an oxymoron? I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to Google that. I'm not sure if I'm using that word in the right in the right context there but um yeah I don't know if I don't know oh I'm confusing myself now I'm confusing myself now it's just such a baffling it's like it's like trying to force yourself to think beyond the um think beyond the confines of what we're capable of I don't think the 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 there's okay there's some thought out there and I have read this before that some people believe the spirit world is like a direct representation of what we experience here but on a sort of more refined scale so for example people say there's gardens there but they're more beautiful there's colors there but it's more vibrant there's streets and houses there but they're beautiful, they're well kept, they can be whatever you want them to be. There's cities there, there's, um, you know, theatres there, there's libraries full of books that hold the information from the beginning of time to the end of time um, that you can go in and learn, halls of learning they call them. Um, I think that's a lovely idea. I love the idea of that. But I struggle to get my head around whether that would actually be necessary if you don't have a physical body. If you don't have a physical body, why do you need physical places? Why do you need a street with houses on them? Why do you need a library to visit? Um, for me... For me, I, I find it hard to get my head around. Well, it's not getting my head around. I can get my head around it, but I find that hard to believe. It just doesn't quite make sense. I think when we're in spirit, we can do a lot with our 
we can kind of conjure these things up if that's how we want to experience something. I think if someone's in the spirit and they feel more comfortable with experiencing something in that way, I imagine maybe when you first make the transition to spirit, maybe some people will be more comfortable with that transition than others. Maybe for some, it might take a while to adjust to being in spirit again. I'm thinking out loud here. I don't know if I actually believe what I'm saying, but um, maybe for those people, it might be a case that then they want to experience their new surroundings with, surroundings with a slight element of familiarity with what they've already come from. Um, so I think maybe then it is possible, if you choose to, if the people in spirit choose to, to conjure up these familiar surroundings. Um, but I certainly don't, I, I find it hard to believe that that these places exist in the spirit world out of necessity. Um, I certainly find it easier to believe that there'd be a representation of our natural world in spirit more so than the man-made world in spirit. To me, I think... The houses, you know, the buildings, the street layouts, they're of the human physical body, they're man-made. And I just don't I just don't understand why people in spirit would need those. There's a lot of people who believe that when we pass over into spirit, we'll first go to what we would consider a hospital to recover. Um, I find that a really strange idea. I do find that a strange idea and that is one that 100% I can't believe because hospitals, oh, see now, now I'm saying that out loud, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm already thinking twice. I was going to say hospitals are for curing the physical body and if we don't have the physical body anymore, if we don't have that physical body anymore suffering from cancer or whatever it may have been, why would we need to go to a hospital in spirit world to recover, to recuperate? But actually saying that, saying that out loud, I'm now questioning myself because of course, who's to say that we didn't suffer spiritually in this life? Maybe, maybe when we do cross over to the other side, sometimes, not always, but sometimes maybe there's a case for needed some time to mend our spirits, mend our souls, depending on what happened while we were here. That's an interesting thought, isn't it? That is really interesting. I'd imagine if you think about, if you're somebody who believes in having a soul contract that we come here for a particular purpose, maybe when we get to the other side and we realize actually that, oh, we didn't fulfill um, our purpose or we didn't follow the plan as closely as we had hoped who knows perhaps perhaps that can cause some what's the word I'm looking for not injury not upset that's not the right word I don't believe anybody in spirit is suffering in any way I really don't want to portray that idea but perhaps there does need to be some time there to sort of reflect 
Reflection may be the right word. Maybe they're not hospitals as we think of them. Maybe they're more just places to recuperate and reflect. And maybe actually it's not an actual place. It's easy for us we it's easy for us to or we we lean back into using those words of places. But actually it's not a place. Maybe the place is more within themselves. Maybe it's about taking a period of time to reflect and recuperate. But even that word time, see, I've done it again. That's of our world, isn't it? Those words, place, time. I just don't believe, and this is why it gets so difficult. It gets so difficult talking about spirit and the spirit world because the only words we have available to us are the world, the words of our physical existence and 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 we're just so limited, aren't we? We're so limited by language. We, I find that a lot um, when doing a reading, when demonstrating mediumship, that sometimes you're just so stuck for the right words to express what you're perceiving from the person in spirit because those words just don't exist in our language. I've often wondered, my dad's in spirit, and I've often wondered, what are you doing there? Especially during those times where you feel as if you're not really sensing them around as much as you used to. I don't know if you've listened to one of my previous podcasts. I've done a previous podcast about not feeling our loved ones around um, when perhaps we went through a period of time where we did feel their presence a lot and all of a sudden they're gone. And it leaves you wondering, like, where are you? Like, what are you doing? Um, And I've often wondered, but I've often had this really instinctive instinctive feeling or knowing that my dad is busy um and busy doing something that's actually quite important and I couldn't really tell you what I don't know like my 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 I my thoughts then go or my feelings sort of tend to lean towards learning about something and having a purpose there there's some sort of purpose he's fulfilling on the other side a role he's taken up and for me that makes perfect sense because there needs to be purpose I don't believe for one minute that our loved ones in spirit have nothing to do and are just floating around you know trying to sort of um telepathically give us advice or guidance don't get me wrong they're there they're there but they they're very aware that we're here to live our lives dictated by our own choices and decisions and equally they've got a life to live where they are and yes I do believe that they have a purpose there they'll have a purpose they'll have a role I don't think it's, it's not going to follow like, you know, the nine to five job like we have here, because like I said, it's not, they're not dictated by linear time like we are. And actually that's, that's a, that's a thought, that's a question in itself. Like, are we actually really dictated by time in a linear fashion like we think? Um, But anyway, but yeah, they're certainly not. Um, I do think it's a possibility that they're able to be aware of and do multiple things all at the same time. Um, 
again, it's a bit of a hard one to sort of get your head around. I can't quite comprehend how that would work um, because we're not supposed to. I don't think we're able to. Um, But instinctively, my gut tells me that that's the case. I do think there's a lot of beauty for them to experience in spirit. I think because, um, because they're stripped of the physical bodies, um, the, the, the physical brain, um, and that's where a lot of disease, disease manifests. Um, and also on our physical, on, on the physical earth, look at what man has done to the earth. Um, that's where a lot of problems lay and they've left all that behind. Um, I do think that the spirit world is beautiful. I think it's just pure, it's energy, it's just pure essence. Um, like our loved ones are just their pure essence now. They can truly be themselves without being hindered by the physical body, by problems on the earth that that us, that man has created. Um, so I do think it's a beautiful existence. I do think that it's a happy existence. I do think it's an existence full of love. Saying that, I am not someone who thinks that it's all love and light. I think there's work to be done and I think it can be hard work, but I don't think it's hard in the way that we feel things are hard. I can't imagine that they feel run down, for example. I can't imagine that they get to... I was going to say the end of the day, but again, does the end of a day even exist in the spirit world? Um, but I can't imagine they get to a point in their life in the spirit where they're like, oh God, I've just had enough of this now. There's just no end. I just, I, I just don't think that happens. I think ultimately they're happy. And I use these words happy again, but I just don't even think that's the right word. Because I just don't even think even the word happy or that feeling of happiness would do justice to how how they really feel. I imagine in spirit you feel a whole different range of emotions that we just we just I don't know, we just can't even comprehend it. I think actually I remember I remember having this beautiful yet unusual experience and it was it was 100% a spiritual experience when you have a spiritual experience and a lot of you you'd probably know this if you've had experiences yourself when they're spiritual it just comes with this instinctive knowing like you, you don't question whether it's a spiritual experience you just know it's like it's spoken directly to the spirit that's within and the spirit that's within is just it just knows it just knows so Yes, it was a beautiful yet unusual experience, but it was spiritual. What was, what was this experience? What was this experience? I got on a bus and um, nothing unusual about it at the time. But um, suddenly I was overcome with this amazing feeling of being absolutely connected to everything and anything. And I just had this, I can only describe it as the word love, but the word love just doesn't really sort of do it justice. It was just this overwhelming feeling, I'm going to call it love, um, for everything and 
everyone and it yeah it was it was a mind-blowing sort of experience it was almost as if um I was aware of my spirit my spirit experiencing something um and my physical brain was aware of what my spirit was experiencing it, it was it's very hard to explain like I said with these when you're talking about things that are spiritual that's just not quite the right words but um when I think about this experience, it makes me think, well, was, is that a glimpse? Is that a glimpse of what our spirits feel day to day? Um, and, you know, in the spirit world, when you're unhindered by the physical body, um, is that just the norm? Is that type of feeling the norm? Is what I experienced just the tip of the iceberg? And actually, that 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 makes me think about color in 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 that book um, by in that book by Harry Edwards, Life and Spirit, that I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast. Um, he talked about color, and and a lot of people I've heard a lot of people talk about color in the spirit world, particularly when you research um, after death experiences. I'd really encourage you, actually, if you're interested in what the spirit world might be like, I think some of the best information we can get is from people's accounts of, um, sorry, did I say past life experience? I meant to say near death experiences, people's accounts of near death experiences. There's some brilliant books out there. Um, you know, there's scientists and researchers that have spent years, sometimes lifetimes, um, dedicated to researching people's near-death experiences, collating all of their experiences and finding the commonalities between them. And one of the commonalities that they all talk of is colour in the spirit world. There being colours just so amazingly beautiful that we we, we can't even describe, colours that we're not aware of. And that rings so true to me. I think that is definitely an idea that I can get on board with because I remember as a child saying and thinking there's not enough colours there's not enough colours <laughs> um and for me that is almost like it hints at this in the knowing of there being something else or us having come from something else and we will be going back to that something else um, it's almost like a um, a hanging um, a hang on from where we came from. You know, people sometimes report it um, from pre previous lives. They have these hang ons from previous lives, don't they? These these slight um, recollections, these slight feelings of a previous life. Um, for me, I've had throughout my life a couple of a couple of things, and this is one of them where I just feel as if I've had this, these slight sort of, um, these little insights, these little feelings that, that have come from this knowing that I've come from somewhere else. We've all come from somewhere else. I've just always had this instinctive feeling that well, there's just not enough colours here. Like, where have all the colours gone? <laughs> oh, you, I must sound like a crazy person. I promise you I'm not. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that really rings true to me, 
that our love for in spirit will be experiencing colours that we just can't even well we can't comprehend and we're not aware of and of course we wouldn't be aware of them because the colours we experience are limited by what our eyes our physical eyeballs allow us to see I mean there's there's animals that live on this earth with us that we know can hear sounds that we can't our ears can't pick up and see colours that our eyes can't pick up um, so it certainly makes sense to me that once we're free of our physical bodies and the limitations of it, that we'll be experiencing things beyond our comprehension. But ultimately, I mean, ultimately, the answer is none of us know what the spirit world is really like. And I'm very aware that I've probably posed more questions than I've answered what I can say to you at this time of year when I know we're all going to be reflecting more so than usual and missing our loved ones, don't worry. Don't worry about where they are. Don't worry about what they're doing. Let your mind wander. Think about all the amazing possibilities. But the possibilities are amazing. That's what I'm trying to say. They're amazing. Not anything to worry about. If you think about it even logically, you know, we're, we're all spirit. We're all spirit that's residing in a physical body. Once that physical body has died, has, has gone, what's left? It's us. It's still us. It's our spirit. The, the, tr- our true, the true us. So, you know, just at a click of a finger, they're free. They're free to suddenly be themselves without restriction, without constraint, without pain, without anything that the physical world and the physical body um, imposes on us. Any of those negatives that the physical world and the physical body imposes on us. They're, They're really, truly now living in alignment with their true selves. And I don't know, we, we, we have this tendency, don't we, I think, us left here, to feel sorry for them. I, I You know, again, from my work from mediumship, there's absolutely no reason to be feeling sorry for our loved ones. If anything, it's the other way around. They'll be looking on at us and thinking, oh, poor sod, still there. <laughs> Struggling through this physical existence. Um you know, there's certainly, I can promise you that, that there's nothing to feel sorry for them about. They're not missing out on anything. And like I said, what can be more amazing and beautiful than living completely in alignment with who they truly are now? So thank you for listening today. This is the last podcast of the year because I'm winding down now for Christmas. As you know, I've got a four-year-old and this is his last week at school before he breaks up for the Christmas holidays. So I'll be back in the new year. I am, as we do at this time of year, um, thinking about how I want next year to look for me, um, how I want my work as a medium to progress. And as a result, I'm rethinking this podcast. This is a very new podcast and how I started out was quite instinctively. And now I've had time to reflect a little bit. I'm thinking I want a little bit more time between episodes to really sort of delve into these subjects in a lot more depth, do some research um, into the subject. So I can bring you sort of a a sort of a fuller opinion, I suppose. Um, So I want my podcast from, from here onwards um, to be fuller, to be richer, to be a little bit more educational, still um, peppered with my own um, 
experiences and anecdotes, you know, thinking aloud, exploring questions like I have done today. Um, so I hope you'll still stick with me. I'm thinking that I'm going to be um, publishing my episodes from the new year onwards on a monthly basis just to give myself more time to create a fuller episode. The episodes as a result will probably be longer. I'm thinking about 45 minutes to an hour. But for now, I wish you all a really Merry Christmas if you celebrate celebrate Christmas, a Happy New Year for 2020, 2023 it's going to be, isn't it? Yeah, I can never keep track of the dates. <laughs> Um, and I'll see you all in the new year. Bye for now.